Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you want to ensure business continuity, maximize your business potential, cater to your customers' needs and concerns, and boost your digital presence? Staying on top of everything doesn't come easy. That's why I want to introduce you guys to Vessel PH to help boost your business's digital presence and make it relevant to your customers' ever-evolving needs. Vessel PH has built-in tools and features that make online selling a breeze. Customize your online store to make it stand out in the crowded digital space. Integrate your existing digital store to other systems or onboard your e-commerce website to Gcash's marketplace, GLife, all with the help of experts. Vessel PH also provides account managers to assist and guide you with your needs and affordable SaaS for cost savings and customization. All your e-commerce needs are now in one place. Your business deserves this kind of freedom. Let Vessel PH help you. Check them out at vessel.ph or click the link in my description. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. If it scares you, then there's something in there. You might be in the right direction. There's just this feeling, you know, if I'm scared, that means I care about it. It means, you know, there's there's something in there for me in the future. Second is you have to believe in your product and actually use it. I think yung sakit kasi ng ibang startups, you know, when they create mobile apps. Their mobile app is there, but they don't use it. So you have to make sure that you actually use your product so that you experience you experience what your users are experiencing. That's what I tell my team also. You ask your users to use the app every day. You must use your app also every day. I guess the third thing is when it comes to hiring, hire people who are way better than you, smarter than you. Because that's how you learn it. It's very difficult to learn, but it's more difficult to unlearn. And, and to me, when I hire people who are better than me, that's how I see how things are done currently. Are there new things that I need to learn? Is my knowledge outdated? And good evening, good morning, good afternoon to wherever you are watching my podcast from here in the Philippines and from all over the world. And of course, Aid Mubarak to all our Muslim brothers and sisters out there. Welcome to my podcast, the RJ Ledesma Podcast. In my podcast, I interview the country's pioneering business personalities and entrepreneurs to learn more about how they think about doing business. What are their success secrets? Can we replicate their success secrets? Can we apply them in our own businesses? How have they innovated their businesses during this pandemic? But more importantly, what opportunities do they now see emerging in this now normal? Is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast? Please do let me know. I would love to have them here on the show. Just drop me a message. We are live right now on Kumu, CBRC TV, Global Pinas TV, and the Bounce Back Network. If you are enjoying this podcast and you are learning a lot from all our different guests here, please subscribe and invite more friends to listen to the RJ Ledesma podcast. You can also catch us on YouTube. Now, before we begin with the podcast, here's a quick shout out to our friends from Vessel. Vessel PH can help you future-proof your business by boosting your digital presence and making sure that you can attract more customers and attract more sales. If you want to learn more about them, just click on my description. Tonight on the podcast, we've got our friends from 
Lista. Now, Lista is a tech startup that aims to help MSMEs, businesses which are very close to my heart because I began as an MSME, micro, small, and medium enterprise. It also helps a lot of freelancers and individuals all over the country gain free access to digital tools to manage their businesses and collect all their receivables via smartphone. Now, Lista PH aims to help MSMEs, um, logistics operators, riders, small businessmen digitize their businesses and provide them with a free and secure way of easily managing their finances. And I'm very proud tonight to welcome uh, a very proud female entrepreneur to the program, co-founder of Lista, Ms. Christina Lim. Christina, welcome to the program, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Hello, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you over here because uh, what you're doing really resonates with me because like, you know, I like you know, I handle Mercato Central. We're actually doing some projects together with Lista. Yes. And yes. many of them are really small food entrepreneurs. And the biggest problem I see with many of them is actually, uh, you know, um, they are unfamiliar with a lot of the financial processes and procedures to make their lives easier. And I'm sure you'll explain that in just a bit. But before we start, really great news about Lista. Um, I know that you guys just did a recent series of, of fundraisings. Um, how did that go for you guys? It was very exciting. We have been wrapping up for a few weeks now. It, it was a long process, but uh, very exciting. Me and my co-founder, Aaron, this is actually already our second round. So the first wow. round we did last year around September in the midst of the pandemic, so you were pitching yes. to investors online, I guess. Huh? I know, yeah. I I remember we were doing fundraising with my, my partner, Aaron. We haven't even met in person. Uh, really, the first huh? time we, yeah, the first time we met by, was via Zoom. And then I met him in person last year, long November. So it was very um exciting. And also, I wouldn't have imagined that I would accomplish so much with someone who I only met in person once. Oh, and I, I have a question for you. Um, you so you met your co-founder online. How did you? How did you come? How did that come about? We were we were introduced by a common friend. So my one of my mentors, Brian, he knows that I have this passion and actually frustration about the lack of financial literacy in the country. He knows now when we work back together in. Gab, that I've always wanted to explore how to help Filipinos learn how to save and understand money more. And then he met my co-founder, Aaron, who has this prototype of the app. And then nag-match lang kami. We met via Zoom and then yun na. Wow, these are sort of like, these are the great stories that come out of this pandemic. Now, you, you actually, who, who, you, you know, you actually met your, you've, you've never met physically your founder or you've met him already in person? Uh, I met him already last year in November. Oh wow! So, parang ever since we launched, we only met I think three times in person. Wow. <laughs> the rest oh. are via Zoom. Truly amazing stories uh, coming out of this pandemic. Like, like, like they always say, in every crisis lies opportunity, and this is exactly it. No, that yeah. you guys were able to meet online, and I guess you actually wouldn't have gone this fast in putting up Lista as you would have yeah. if it wasn't the pandemic. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's my assumption. That it wouldn't have gone this accelerated this much if it wasn't doing yeah. during pandemic time. Yeah, that's right. My, my extra push during that time, because I knew that people were really having difficulties. You know, they, they were waiting for Ayuda, struggling to look for another job. And then I was thinking, you know, if we only knew how to manage finances, if we have a tool that would teach us how to save, then, you know, people would be more prepared. So at least now with Lista, you know, hopefully pandemic ends soon, but we're more prepared and we also have tools already. With that, no, you said you started fundraising in September, is that right? And you also had another, yep. so you had fundraising in September and you, you even haven't, you even hadn't met uh, your partner at the time. And then you, you had another fundraising again, is that right? Uh, just recently? Yes, that's correct. What did you learn about, for those people listening here right now, uh, I'm sure that there are many startups mm. also here who are on the road to wanting to fundraise because for them, that's their dream. They're about to start mm. raising money, but also it's mm. a very, it must be quite, a, of course, a nerve-wracking experience for you to do that one. And I know you've worked yeah. for many startups in the past and this is your first time to do fundraising. Brian is a veteran of that one, but this is your first time. So yep. what would you, what can you share? What can you share with some of the people here listening here right now when it comes to fundraising? What are the tips that you want to share with our future, uh, future startups over here? Sure. Actually, to be honest, at first we thought we couldn't fundraise because we never did it. 
me and my partner, uh, me and my co-founder, we wanted to attend mga workshops. We wanted to learn from other people on how to fundraise. But, you know, practice, first of all, practice makes perfect. And second of all, if you uh, believe in your product, if you believe that you're solving real problems, it will just come naturally. So the first time that we pitched was actually to angel investors. We were mm-hmm. very scared. But what Aaron and I did, we just practiced on each other, you know, mag-pitch ako sa kanya, mag-pitch sa akin. And then eventually, <laughs> we realized na parang, oh, kaya pala natin, ano? Parang we were so scared na we would edit slides um, ng madaling araw and then we would actually throw difficult questions at each other. But it it came it came out naturally and also Aaron, my co-founder, is just really, I, I think we were a perfect match. We have, we found that perfect balance. So, yun. Yeah, and, and, and what I'm seeing from you is really that that you could see uh, the the passion behind it. And, and I, I want to ask lang before we get to what Lista is all about. What's the why? Why are you so passionate about this problem? About I guess helping people manage their finances. Where, where is it coming from for you? There's a lot of reasons. Personally, me, my, both of my parents are OFW. I grew up in Saudi Arabia, so I graduated there in grade school and high school but then we went back home in the philippines we realized na parang my parents didn't invest on you know any property very few savings so that started the frustration and maybe inspiration in me na parang oh when i grow up i'm gonna invest i'm gonna ako for sure and then after i graduate you know i i started earning i wanted to earn a lot of money but then i realized ko. every time 15 and 30 parang no empty yung bank account ko and that's where I started, you know, trying to manage my finances. I started with Excel file. And then I joined Grab. I met drivers. That's where we experimented. Na how much fare should we give them so that they can have enough take-home pay? How much incentive? By the end of the day, par bakit pulang karin? Don't like start na. What should I do? What should is it a tool? Should I teach them? Is it a workshop? Actually, we had a lot of programs back then. So we had Mrs. Scholar, wherein we would teach the drivers and the wives of the drivers how to manage their finances. So then, like, solidify na, okay, I think I'm, I'm on the right track. And then, and then I moved to Job Street, and then the pandemic happened. And then I saw people, you know, they were really struggling, walang saving. They, you know, they were waiting for Ayuda and everything. And so when I met my co-founder, dun ko na nakita na, oh, sakto to. Ito yung tool na actually matagal nang at the back of my head, but I didn't know how to turn it into something tangible. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And having, uh, knowing that one, what made it an ideal? I know this might be jumping the gun a bit, but what made it an ideal partnership that you had sort of the passion and he had the app? Why did it? Why did? Why did you guys come naturally together? I'm sure for you it was the idea of creating financial literacy, but then um, he had the technical knowledge to put it together. What made you ideal partner for him to make it work? I guess no. Because his family has sari sari stores. And sa kanya naman, on his side, he saw the problems on business. So in his lens, he wanted to do this so that he could help, you know, families like his who has sari-sari stores to manage their finances better. In terms of 
the why aligned kami. I would say perfect yung fit namin kasi we're both aggressive. We want to grow the app. We're always aligned in making decisions. And also, we're always aligned in such a way na kapag ka nag-overthink ako, siya yung nagka-calm down sa akin. Tapos, the other way around naman, pag nag-overthink siya, I calm him down. Perfect match yung personality and also, you know, the, the wise behind we put up this stuff. Uh, I want you guys to take a look at the screen right now. If you're interested to find out a bit more about your app, uh, Val, can you please flash uh, where they can download the app here right now uh, for for them here on screen? So if you want to download the Lista app here right now, it's here at https uh, dash, uh, .page slash webinar uh, dash epon challenge. Again, that's uh, https dot, uh, double, double slash listaph.page.link slash webinar dash epon challenge. So if you're interested, uh, that's where you can go here right now to check them more out. I'm going to go a bit more, Chris, uh, in, if you don't mind, we're going to go a bit more into uh, the story of Lista. And, you know, oftentimes on the show, we try to tell people, like, you were used to doing pitches, right? So you did a lot of pitches, especially to your angel investors. So you're well-practiced in the art of the pitch. And can I just show on screen right now, Val, uh, they've got a special promo right now for Lista. Okay, let's show the let's show their promo here right now on screen. They've got their Epon Challenge uh, that's going on. So we can show the Epon Challenge over here. And as Chris, uh, as we give Chris a chance to fix up their signal, let me tell you a bit more about uh, what the Lista Startup is all about. No, so like I explained earlier on, it's really a financial inclusion app. And uh, like he said earlier, one of their co-founders, Aaron Villegas, uh, for him helping Philippine MSMEs was really an advocacy that was very close to his heart because growing up. He saw all the challenges that his family endured in running a Sari Sari store. So he spent almost a year talking to various uh, small businesses in the provinces and trying different ideas to help them grow. And that's when he realized that the first thing he had to do to help them grow is through digitalization and replacing pen and paper with easy-to-use tech. And you know that's one of the big, biggest things that we learned during this pandemic, that uh, right now it's all about accelerated digital transformation. Uh, they often said before there was a joke that was going around uh, in the midst of the pandemic. Uh, what what caused the digital transformation of your company? Was it A, your CEO? Was it B, your CEO? Or was it C, uh, was it the pandemic? And obviously the pandemic has improved for many, has, has really changed the game for a lot of different people. So that's where Aaron Villegas, who was, his background from the Sari Sari Star background, they were able to improve uh, their business through that one, or that, rather, that's that's where his inspiration came from over here. And when we look at the background now of uh, of Chris over here, I find it very interesting. Uh, OFW background saw the pain points of her parents growing up, and that they weren't able to save money uh, and put up investments. That that was her why. That was her. Uh, that was that that was where that, that deep desire to solve the problem uh, was coming from. Now, uh, last year, as a pandemic struck, no digitalization of businesses processes proved to be very pivotal in replacing pen and paper work it's changed so for so many people um in, in fact this this pandemic has been a boon for many msmes as a lot of startups have come up to solve many of the pain points that they need to fix up the way that they do business right now especially when it comes to ensuring the continuity of business operations now for those who don't know here right now no, for msmes we're probably the largest and most affected during this pandemic ourselves uh, mercato central Part of that, of those deserved by the pandemic because we were an open-air market. And just like many of these businesses, 74% of these businesses halted their operations due to the lockdown as per DTI. I recall when we were there, you know, we had to pay for, you know, our our, our, our lease rentals were, uh, were still going and we had a market which wasn't running. Uh, we had vendors who couldn't pay. So that was really a lot for us and we had no way to continue business operations. And as we know, MSMEs are really vital to this economy. Did you know that MSMEs comprise about 99.5% of business establishments in this country and employ about 63% of the country's workforce? This is according to data uh, from the Philippines Statistical Authority. And um, that's why right now, especially when we, when we uh, I'm part of GoNegosho, and in GoNegosho, our job is not just to teach people to become entrepreneurs, but our job is to teach people on how to become better entrepreneurs, to provide all the correct tools uh, that they need to be able uh, to build up their business. 
So that's what we're doing here right now. Uh, and, and I think that's what they were able to identify when they started uh, when they started working together, uh, when Aero started to work together uh, with Chris. Now, moving forward, just to explain a bit more about what they're doing. What Lista PH also did is that they conducted a survey among 300 micro entrepreneurs on the topic of how they do record keeping because you find that to be one of the largest pain points among entrepreneurs, uh, especially small ones starting off. No? It's good financial housekeeping. And oftentimes, this can be the biggest, biggest uh, downfall of many entrepreneurs uh, when it comes to the idea of financial housekeeping. Now, for them over here, now for to do financial housekeeping properly, they have to have proper record keeping. And many results show that 26% of people are not able to track the regular income and expenses. And this is exactly what Chris was talking about earlier on when it came to our different grab drivers. They weren't able to track properly their income and expenses. And I have to admit that even for myself, I'm not able to track them properly as well. Now, 64% of them also said that they use traditional and most often manual methods uh, to monitor income, expenses, and customer debt, such as uh, writing on notebooks, while only 3% use digital tools such as Microsoft Excel. So what they were trying to fulfill in the gap, now, I think uh, what really brought together both Aaron and, and what brought together Chris was that Aaron had the tool no, uh, to put it together. Uh, but Chris, I think, had sort of like the startup knowledge on how to put all, how to make all these things work. She's worked with people who would be the potential clients like your freelancers, like your taxi drivers, like your uh, MSME owners. And so what they're able to do is they create a digital tool and they help fill in that gap to allow them to record transactions and track growth more easily. And I can see why it's going to be such a, a, such a boon to small business owners. Um, I've actually worked uh, with many people in Mercato Central, in my night food market. And you know what? I've had success, tremendously successful vendors who have been part of that market. But one of their big, you know, despite that, they didn't seem to be making money. Or every week, they would have to approach, you know, uh, what I would call uh, usurious lenders to be able to borrow money to, to finance their operations week on week, despite the fact that we know that their sales are doing pretty good. And we realize, really, is because they don't have the proper record-keeping skills to be able to maintain the growth uh, of their businesses. Or sometimes all the money that they have uh, doesn't go to the correct place or it, it, it isn't utilized properly. And that's actually what inspired Lista to be able to be developed, uh, to help them better record their transactions. And I'm very glad that uh, I, she's here right now. Uh, let's bring back Chris right now. Hello. Sorry, the pain points of working from Yeah, yeah, but 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 I mean very interesting uh, what, what's going on here right now. And I just want to say hi to the people listening to the pro the program right now. Ito si uh, from Navalyaska Abandoned Farmers Advocacy. Maayong gabi. Oh, thank you so much. These are exactly the type of clients that we want to get uh, to come on board and, and try out the try out your app. So uh, let's get back again, no? Um to, to you, Chris. No? Can you give me again the elevator pitch or you you what you had to how did you sell this to investors? Sige. So we start with the numbers. Um, we know that there are a lot of formal and informal vendors or businesses in the Philippines. Tari-seri stores pa lang, there are over 900k na all over the Philippines, diba? If you count yung mga pati yung nagbebenta ng vegetables or ng itlog na naglalako, different businesses abot ng mga 20 million here in the Philippines. And walang tool specific to them, walang tools that they can access. What tools am I talking about? So, tools that they that could help them manage their finances. Kasi syempre, when you're selling, kunyari, vegetables or meat sa palengke, wala ka namang laptop, di ba? Oh. Wala ka namang, hindi <laughs> <laughs> mo naman pwedeng ilista yun lahat. Wala kang POS, wala kang cash register. And also, they earn so little na they wouldn't really spend on these tools. Oh. Walang internet connection doon. So, it's a group of businesses that is unserved. And that's where Lista comes and it's, in. But that's at the, the same time, democracy is like what you say, it's ripe for disruption or it's ripe for aggregation or consolidation. Those type of businesses, given yep. what, what the pain points are. Yes. Yep. Um, and also, uh, you know, they want to they grow their business. So the, the problem is they don't have the proper documents. They can't go to the bank and give their ledgers or yung notebook. I know that some of the vendors sa uh, Palenque, they use the uh, mga, anong tawag dito, scratch papers 
or likod ng kakarton, doon nila nililist sa sales nila for the day. Siyempre, you can't present that to the bank. But no matter how much they want to grow their business or to get more capital, there's no available tools for them. So that's where we come in. That's why when we uh, entered the market, we made sure that the app is really simple. Na hindi mo kailangan ng tutor- tutorial for you to know how to use it. Simpleng-simple. Money in is yung pera na papasok. Money out is yung gastos mo. Utang would be yung utang sa'yo. So kahit sino, may intindihan yun. And also, the most important feature, I would say, we learned kasi na, you know, a lot of vendors or business owners want to use Lista. But walang signal sa palengke. Walang signal pag naglalako ka or nasa Green Hills ka, for example. So the app has to be available offline. The app has to be accessible if, even if you have data or if, even if you don't have data or load. So that's where Vista is really strong at. And actually, yun yung elevator pitch namin sa investors. Got that. Okay, I, I understand the elevator pitch to investors. Ano yung pitch mo sa mga sari-sari store owners pagdating sa lista? I want to know, how, how do you onboard them and explain to them? Na, na-try ko na to. So I asked, so I asked, Ate, magkano benta mo today? So some vendors, vendors, they don't know sa ah, kasi hindi ka naglilista. Or some vendors naman, maglalabas ng notebook, daming pages, ilang beses na nag-flip. Doon namin ipapakita na, okay, you don't have to write everything down anymore. And pag may nagtanong sa'yo, makikita mo na kagad, ah, okay, ito yung benta ko today. That's when we get their attention. Na parang, oh, talaga, lahat nasa phone na. Habang nanonood ng YouTube, pag may, pag may dadating na bibili, hindi na nila kailangan ibaba yung phone, kunin yung notebook, ilista yung benta. I-minimize na lang yung YouTube, kunyari, o kaya yung Facebook, bubuksan yung lista. Tapos doon nila i-input yung sales nila. So that's how we get their attention and then that's how we convince them to use lista. Wow. So, now, having said that, I know how easy now lista sounds to me. Is it possible, Kay? Can we look at the app? Can you show us a version of the app? Is it possible to share the screen? And the sure. Is um, possible? I'll show my phone. Yeah, but as yeah, I'm not sure preparing. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But in the meantime, we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. But but the first thing I want to ask is, okay, when you came up with the idea, um, I guess mm. no, uh, for for the app together with Alex, like uh, I with uh, your partner Aaron, I I like the story. So the story was um, really that you had the passion and that he had the passion to put up the app. Um, what came next? So after you guys figured out, okay, this is the way. This is the way to go. Uh, what happened next? Um, Mm-hmm. How did you move forward from there, especially in the pandemic? So there was the prototype na that my co-founder had. And then the next step was to look for engineers. Kasi syempre, you're building a financial tool. Madami siyang features. So the next step was for us to hire engineers. And then when we started to build a team, we decided to launch Kaagad September last year. And coming from there, it's learning what the users need, what the users want. So we would do weekly user interviews. We would do one-on-one interviews with the users that we get. We learn their pain points and then we figure out how we solve them by introducing new features. So it's a never-ending process. Um, No matter how big we get, it should always be based on, the decision should always be based on what the users need and what problems are we trying to solve. Got that. So, yeah. So, I'm, so this is the app. So, this is what I was describing kanina. Mm-hmm. So, the first screen that you'll see would be money out and money in. So, can, can you, I hope you mind, let's, let's kind of like, if some people are just watching, are just listening to this one, can you explain this feature first, the record money coming in and out of, uh, function? Sure. So um, when you open the Lista app, you'll see the Transactions tab. Inside the Transactions tab, you'll see uh, two buttons. Yung red, yung money out, and then yung green, yung money in. So every time you may gastos ka or may bayad input, magkano yung nagastos mo. Money in naman is magkano yung pumasok na pera sa'yo. Yung feature that we added here that the users wanted would be the automatic computation ng profit. Oh, wow. Kasi syempre, ayaw mo nang maglabas pa ng calculator, naka-auto-compute na siya. And also, what we added here is that you can see your profit daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. You can toggle 
depending on you know what type of report. So, so if, if they do the, so the profit report, how do you know also? So, so you ask for all the different costs related to computing the, the net profit? It depends on the user if that's how they want to see the report. I see. So yung iba kasi, they put it in bulk. Yung iba talagang they, they itemize. But do you also educate them with regard to, you say it's financial inclusion, also financial literacy, how to know that, you mean, the basic business, I guess the basic business skills of to know how you're making a profit, how to compute for break-even points, or, or how to how to compute to know if you're really uh, making money. Are you also, does it also, does Lista also teach that, or does it come through yeah. using the app? Um, this is with different technology. Um, terminologies, right? So this is the beginning. We believe that um, you know, money in, money out, profit. Um, that's the first step, mm-hmm. and then eventually, you know, we can slim more along the way. Ah, uh, I see. So it's sort, it's more like sort of like um, let's handhold you. This is what you understand. You're in yes. step one, and then yes. we'll take you to the next step. Yes. We'll handhold you to the next step. Then so the concepts come yep. easier to them as they are applying it. Yes, because when you come in with this different features, flashy terminologies, parang ah, yung na, it's so complicated. I see. So let's. So the plan is to grow with them, um, identify how what language we would need to speak so that they would understand it better. So may, may Tagalog version to yung the app list, I guess. May Tagalog version niya or majority or... actually of the functionalities are in Tagalog. We are planning to introduce different dialects pa soon. I see. Okay, so I love this. So the first function was money in, money out, knowing your profit. Tell us a bit more about this one, yung yeah. send free payment reminders. Let's click on this one there. Okay. Sige. So this one's one of almost everyone's favorite. You know, alam mo naman mga Pilipino, magaling magpautang, <laughs> pero hindi marunong maningil. Tama. <laughs> so that's what this feature is for. So kunyari, uh, meron kang suke. Sabihin ni suke na, uy, ano muna, palista muna. Bayaran kita next week. So kunyari, dito si Amy ng utang ng 1-5. Um, kung nahihiya kang singilin siya, uh, you can use the free payment reminder. You just click on SMS um, and then kami yung magbabayad ng SMS. It sends out a message to Amy na parang, hi Amy, ang utang mo kay, kunyari kay Chris is 1-5 uh, na kailangan mo siyang bayaran next week. Tapos, eventually, what we plan to do is to automate this mm. na parang, okay, nag-promise si Amy na sa 15 siya magbabayad. So sa 15, mag-send yung SMS. Ngayon, the users can prompt it. So not only in SMS, also in Viber and in Messenger. So, so that's the use case for businesses. Use case naman for personal like me personally. Alam mo, magla-launch out ka. <laughs> tapos sasabihin ng friend mo, Uy, ikaw muna magbayad. Tapos magkakalimutan na kayo. <laughs> so, yan yung reminder na parang, Uy, may, ako nagbayad ng launch last week. Kailangan na magbayad this week. Yan yung hatian natin. Very interesting. How did you come up with this? I guess this came from the customer experience or the user experience when you develop this free payment reminder. So I'm thinking that the only thing that you had at the start was the uh, know your profit and money in, money out. And these other things came on board because uh, you kept on talking to more and more users. Is that right? Yeah. So unti-unti na siyang na-add sa app before we did the major launch last year. So it's both user experience and also personal experience. I mean, I think lahat ng Pilipino Gano naman pagdating sa utangan. So, we wanted to take out the emotional component of singing. Yes, exactly. And that's what exactly. users really want. Exactly. Um, and now, there's another function right beside that one. And I think it's very, very important, the next one. But let's show them the next one over here, the other function. Collect debt three times faster. Now, that is quite a, that is quite a yeah. uh, uh, tall order. Can you explain how you to collect debt <laughs> three times faster? What, what made you think it, it's so hard to collect? Why is it hard to collect debt okay. given the Filipino experience and then what, how are we able to accelerate the debt payment, repayment? Yeah, so the first one, first problem that this is solving, yung nagkakalimutan, biglang nagkaka-amnesia yung may utang or sometimes yung nagpa-utang na parang, oh my gosh, I forgot mani- na maningil. Pangalawa, yung, again, yung emotional component na parang nahihiya ako maningil, tatawagan ko ba siya, text ko ba siya. Kami yung nagiging in the middle. Parang middleman kayo. And we make, 
Yes, and we make the transaction very professional and walang emotions involved. Yung messaging is, you know, ito yung utang mo, ito yung agreed date, magbayad ka na. <laughs> so, you know, yung user stories namin, pag sinasabi nila na, oh, yung may mga may utang sa akin na three years na nagbayad nung sinan ko yung nung ginamit ko yung app nyo. Or may mga suki ako na three months na yung utang, pero nung ginamit ko yung app nyo, nagbayad ba? na sila. Okay. Why? Because, first of all, you know, they find it na parang, ah, this is business pa lang. Parang nare-remind yung mga tao na, ah, business pala to, very professional. May tool na siya na nagamit. Ibig sabihin, kailangan ko na magbayad. And also, pangalawa, ay, na-remind siya. Na-remind yung namili, na-remind din yung business owner. So, that's why it's easier. It's also my favorite feature. Is there a function there? I mean, might be asking that, let's say, hindi sila magbabayad on time or nirebind sila and, at hindi sila bayad at may patong na interest or penalty or wala pa yan sa app? Oh. That's one of the, ano, pinaka-requested. Gusto na, that's one of the pinaka-requested feature. And we plan to add it in in the in the future. Ah, I see. Very interesting. So this is this is one of the one of the newer ones which came out functionality wise, right? This one was already there when we did the full launch last year. I see. I see. I see. Okay, let's take a look at the other benefits that they also have over here. Let's move on. Uh, so this is the other one you're talking about, right? Offline mode. So tell us a bit more about how this works. Okay. So when you use the basic functionalities of the app. You don't need data. You don't need load. You don't even need Wi-Fi. The app will function in itself. So we decided to do this because one of the user feedback is, you know, eh, wala akong pambili ng load. O kaya, eh, walang signal sa tindahan namin, hindi ko magagamit yan. Ah. So ngayon, with offline mode, hindi na nila kailangan ng data. You only need the data if, for example, you want to send out the Viber message or the SMS reminder to your, right. your customers. But other than that, you don't need data anymore. It's like this is one of the apps that you don't have to be online all the time. Only when you, only when you need to be. Yeah. Great. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Kunyari kapag ka, ano na, you're consolidating reports by the end of the day and you want to send out reminders to your customers, then you go online. Other than that, you don't need to go online all the time. Oh, fantastic. Let's take a look at the other functions aside from that one. Uh, let's go back to Rivalacy. There are other functions we can take a look at over here. Yeah. There, over here. There's actually a feature wherein you can extract reports. That's the most recent features that we launched. So you can choose daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly, and then the app generates an income and expense profit report for you in Excel or in PDF format. And this is the record so money in and out function. You can find it there. Yes, ah, you can find it there. Okay. And then just very recently, you also launched what you call uh, an Epon Challenge. Ano ba yung Epon Challenge na yan? Okay. So it's not in the screenshots here, but there's a new app feature um, wherein it's called Savings Challenge for Business Owners. And then Epon Challenge for personal finance lang. So people who want to save. So what it does is it teaches people on set short-term and long-term goals. So for example, a new cell phone. And you just input it there. The app will end how often you want to put money aside. So pwede mong ilagay na, okay, magtatabi ako ng pera every 15 and 30th. Or gusto ko magtabi ng pera every week. And then it reminds you na, oh, kailangan mo na magtabi ng, kanyari, 1,000 pesos today so that you reach your goal by June so that you can buy your phone. Sayang hindi natin mapapakita. But they can see it on our Facebook page. It's, it's one of the features na nakapin. Yeah. And, and what I like about that is that it actually goes back to your idea of teaching financial inclusion or literacy by gamifying it uh, on the app, di ba? And that, that's an interesting thing for that I find uh, that you're doing with the Epon Challenge. Yes. Val, can you flash that again? Paano sumali si Epon Challenge there? In, in the, can you just generate it here on the screen right now, Val, how to join the Epon Challenge over here? I'm sure a lot of people will benefit from joining um, the Epon Challenge. Now, there you go. Join the Epon Challenge. Just visit na. Uh, Lista.com.ph slash post slash paano dash sumali dash sa dash Epon Challenge. So try it out here right now, guys. Now, uh, I'm going to, there, you've got some comments coming in right there. 
of people how to how to join the epon challenge we're again flashing it as well on the comment in the chat box over there now um Chris, I want to go now to the other idea. You told me that, you know, when you when you launched this app, you know, you had this great idea, you launched it. Were you guys, uh, when you when you did it tempre, I know, when you start off an app, uh, a lot of that is just bootstrapping or meaning that, you know, you're just burning money from your own wallets to put up the app. Was that the case for you? Were you still working for a company at the time or had you already left to work full-time on Lista? We had to start saying and getting investments from angel investors. Offhand, Aaron and I decided we really had to scale fast. So it was really part of the agenda to immediately offer this to angel investors because it's something that they would be um, interested in given the time, because during the pandemic, it's kailangan talaga siya. So there was a need for it and there was a market fit. And um, as you're running it, okay. Now, you did put this up in the middle of, of the pandemic. So uh, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to go back. And I was—it wasn't too clear for me. Is it a subscription as a service model that you're using uh, for this for this business? The more that they use it, they've got to pay a monthly subscription to use uh, to use Lista. No, so currently the app is free. It's completely free. We're not making any man- money. We're not planning to charge for any of the features that the users are seeing currently. The business model that we're looking at would be, you know, for the future. Feature releases. That's where we will see if you know kung saan pwede charge and kung ano yung business model that we can apply. But currently, the focus is just you know teach Filipinos how to use the app, and then learn what is it exactly that they need, and then we'll grow from there. So sort of like Lista and Lista Premium, and you pay a bit more for the premium. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Or- or a model that in the future. Oh, very interesting. So I like that you're, you're open to so many different uh, models for this one. And I, I'm actually very yeah. glad that investors did come aboard to see that there's a potential and they're giving enough of leeway to say to see how you can how this business can actually make money. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm sure if I didn't catch it earlier on, but uh when you when you were doing this one, did you have to use your own money to set up the app or to, to hire people? For for a very short time, we had to bootstrap. But Aaron and I decided na, you know, since the market is hot and the product is really, there's a product market fit, why not try pitching to angel inv- investors right away? Um, and they were interested. And luckily, we didn't have to bootstrap very long like other startups. Was there a point when you were doing this one, Chris, where you, where you thought, I mean, there could have been a point where you're saying, oh, no, this isn't going to work. I mean, as much as you were investing your time and your passion into it, was was there a low point uh, for you while you were doing uh, Lista, particularly when you were pitching it or even when you were conceptualizing it? I wouldn't say not naman low points, but very challenging moment. Mm-hmm. Something that all startups are currently experiencing is difficulties in hiring engineers. That's a skill set that I don't have. <laughs> Aaron has it, kaya lang sobrang konti ng engineers currently. And I would say yun yung challenge that we had before. Na parang, oh no, saan tayo maghahanap? Where do we hire? Do we hire outside the Philippines? Or do we oh, wow. look? Um, yeah, so we, we had to really look for engineers. We had to be open to the idea of hiring outside Metro Manila. So I guess that's one of the, I guess, advantages of working from home. We have teammates in Cebu. We have teammates in outside the Philippines. We actually had teammates flying from Italy. Wow. And come here. They are Filipinos. They grew up in Italy and then they joined Lista also. And then now, now they're with us here in the Philippines. So from all over the world, different engineers. So that I think that's a, that's a fun part of it. Wow, how how, in, how interesting uh, that, that that how how everything is coming together uh, for you guys when, when it comes to doing the app and in its in its lifespan it, it's 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 scaled so much no uh, give me an idea how many people are currently uh, using the Lista app ever since we launched we have gotten over six hundred thousand downloads already wow in in less than one year <laughs> since September. And I mean, I mean, that's quite a milestone already uh, for the number of downloads that you're doing for the app. How were you able to get so many people to download it? What was the, what was the strategy to, to, down, to, to get so many people to download the app? 
first is to understand their language. Siyempre, we started with very simple, you know, disturb bookkeeping app. Naintindihan ba nila? Hindi. Palitan natin. So we iterate and at iterate hanggang sa we found the perfect language that each user segment would understand. So before, we would do generic na download the app now. But when we found out na we have different types of users, you have your online sellers, you have your freelancers, you have your sari-sari stores. You tweak your messaging and as you talk to them and they would understand, ah, okay, this app is for me. So for example, for sari-sari stores, you can't say bookkeeping. You say, yung dati mong notebook nasa app na. And that's, that's how we got, we've gotten so much downloads. Because, you, you know, you understand your user, you speak their language, and then it's easy to have them use the app already. And anecdotally, what made you feel, I know 600,000 is, is quite a milestone. Of course, it's something to be proud about. But what for you anecdotally was that, that moment that made you feel like, wow, we've made it or wow, we're, we're making a difference uh, in your experience of talking to people or, or working with other people? So until now, kasi I reply on Messenger. So the people who would ask for, you know, how to use Lista or kung merong mga suggestions. When a user messaged me, like super haba, na, thank you for this app, and this is my suggestion. Dun ko na isip na, oh my gosh, this user took so much time to give me suggestions and feedback about the app. It means that the app matters to him. That's when I realized now we're actually changing lives. We're actually changing the way people, you know, manage your finances. We're helping them. That's when I realized, ah, okay, we're, we're on the right track. And it didn't happen only once. It actually happens almost every two weeks. We get great suggestions and feedback from users. That's why I continuously check our messengers. And, you know, it really helps to keep us grounded, speak directly to the users. Fantastic. And now that you've, you've gone through this whole experience, uh, you know, let's, speak, let's talk to the entrepreneurs listening to us here right now. I see how Lista is going to be good, especially for the users of the, of the app, right? I can see how, how, it, how important it is. But from a, I guess maybe from a macro perspective, what are opportunities where entrepreneurs can play in where they can be part of the Lista, I guess, ecosystem? Or are you seeing opportunities in business per se uh, or business opportunities emerging because you're seeing what's happening in Lista? There's a lot there. Eh. I think that's what I really like about this stock currently. Uh, there's so much potential. You know, you can be so much more of a bookkeeping app. We can actually partner with some companies and help business owners get, file their taxes, for example, or teach them how to get government permits. We can partner with the government and, you know, make it easier for business owners to become legitimate or apply for their permits. We can do lending, maybe partner with banks and make it easier for a business to scale. There's a lot of opportunities that we are open to explore and we're really excited to see where this would lead us. Wow, fantastic. And finally, um, like you said, you, 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 you have a storied background from graduation straight to grab six years trained under Brian. Built, you've built their business uh, here in the Philippines and Thailand their job street and finally putting up your own business. Uh, if you were to consolidate all the things that you've, you've learned over the past couple of years, what would be the three biggest, I guess, lessons that you want to share? Life and business lessons that you want to share with entrepreneurs who sort of want to tread your same path, but you know, are still a bit scared about doing what you're doing. Because admittedly, this is what you're doing. This is not, this is not you, could, you could have stayed corporate, right? You could, if you wanted to, but you, you're, you're choosing the startup route. And it's quite challenging because you're still deciding on the business model for that startup route. Yep, yep. Um, I, I guess the first one, if it scares you, then there's something in there. You might be in the right direction. That's what I really like. Wait, I have to stop you there. I love that. Can I, can I just say that again? If it scares you, there's something there. I love that. I love that. Yep. <laughs> That's what that's what I felt starting Lista. Oh no. There's just this feeling, you know. If I'm scared, that means I care about it. It means, you know, there's there's something in there for me in the future. Second is you have to believe in your product and actually use it. 
I think yung sakit kasi ng ibang startups, you know, when they create mobile apps, their mobile app is there, but they don't use it. So you have to make sure that you actually use your product so that you experience, you experience what your users are experiencing. That's what I tell my team also. You ask your users to use the app every day. You must use your app also every day. I guess the third thing is when it comes to hiring, hire people who are way better than you, smarter than you. Because that's how you learn. Eh. Some people, because they tend to hire. It's very difficult to learn, but it's more difficult, difficult to unlearn. And, and to me, when I hire people who are better than me, that's how I see how things are done currently. Are there new things that I need to learn? Is my knowledge outdated? So yeah, I guess those are my three things. Yeah. And the last thing you said, Chris, I think is it, 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 it resonates with me because sometimes the old way of thinking for, very, for many local businesses is that don't hire smart, somebody smarter than you uh, because they might take over, your, they might steal your business or they might yeah, take exactly. over your business. Then I go, if you hire somebody who, who's not, it's like you're going to be carrying a heavier, heavier load if you get somebody who's not smarter yeah. than you. So it's just good to put, I guess, in the business a set of checks and balances to make sure that even if he's smarter than you, that you know there's a there's a balancing factor over there to make sure that uh, everything in the business is transparent, everything you know that that, that things are run, yeah. are run are run pretty well. Again, thanks so much, Chris, yeah. for guesting on the show. A lot, a lot of great things I learned, and more importantly, I, I appreciate the passion that you've been putting behind uh, Lista. Again, can we just show on screen again, Val? Uh, if people want to download uh, Lista online, the app. Where can they go to download Lista? So if you don't download the Lista app, it's a listapa.page.link slash webinar dash Epon Challenge. So just go to go to that over there. And if you want to join their Epon Challenge or their Savings Challenge, where can they go? You need to join the hashtag Epon Challenge, www.lista.com.ph slash post slash pano dash sumale dash sa dash Epon Challenge. Again, uh, Chris, thank you so much for guesting here. Thanks to our friends from Conco for bringing you over here. Looking forward to supporting you and I'm looking forward to supporting as well yourself by my business and helping all the other entrepreneurs. I make sure that we put the good word for Lista. If you want to check out Lista on Facebook, here again, uh, Val, it's uh, on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Lista Philippines. Again, thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. I know it's difficult. Guys, you know, Chris was supposed to be here a couple of months ago, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, something wonderful happened. She just gave birth and then right now, her baby was uh, providing us background music earlier on. So thanks so much uh, for coming here and, and you know, helping create a great opportunity amidst crisis. Again, Chris, thanks so much. We'll see you guys next time for the next RJ Ladesa podcast. Thanks, guys. Views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.